0: Good morning, everybody. Um, We're really considering this day to not too fast turn the mind to, okay, going to go home soon. You know, and we can see some suitcases coming in the corridors and it can start to sort of change the shape of the feel here, right? But as much as we can collectively to really keep, it's fine, people have cleared up, their room now because they probably got a work period later. Um, But collectively, if we can keep faith with the here and now, this will allow all of us to ripen in the work we've been doing so far. Okay. I want to acknowledge that um, some of you haven't slept well here (laughs) and one person had a mouse in their room last night, the whole night, and they didn't sleep the night before either. And I think she's doing okay, but let's let's just hold. There's such a you know range of um, experience here, isn't it? We have to encounter moment to moment, inner and outer. You know, so the Brahmaviharas are this considered this blueprint for health, for sanity, for maturing. For growth, for relationship, and for awakening, as a um, uh, yeah, a blueprint for moving into all of those territories for happiness. So whether it's the mouse in the room, doesn't mean we might not be in love with the mouse all night. We might at times want to get rid of it, but we can practice. Where do I need? Oh yeah, the equanimity, or Sometimes I need to get out of the room and come and sleep in the lounge or whatever it might be. We can apply wisdom, but the Brahmaviharas are a safe ground for us. Making our home in those intentions is gonna be stand all of us in good stead, whatever it is our heart desires in this life. Whatever it is your heart truly desires. Brahmaviharas sane, healthy homes to make our intentions within. So this morning um, we want to, I want to make a little reflection and then in the second sitting Jai we'll open that out into the classical way the Buddha speaks about that everything, nothing is excluded from this possibility of this intention and this suffusing and radiating. But let's start intimate and close to home. After last night, I know some of you have written notes that there's, you know, tender places touched or... And it can also be, you know, we could have, might have had joy arise in the afternoon and then we turn to forgiveness it's like, Oh dear, I was happy earlier and now I'm tender again. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's not like we get joyful and then we're done. It's like, Ah oh, yeah beautiful, there's some beautiful qualities arising, more calm, more presence more stillness, more lightness of touch and as we get more resourced we can open to more in a useful way we can open to more of our beautiful qualities, we can open more to the work of healing of our life and each other so notice if You know, we have our preference. (laughs) Some of us only think we're doing work if we're in the suffering. We might need to turn more to the joy, the equanimity. So we get flexible with these qualities and it can be very, very beautiful. So this morning's practice, within this making our home, in the security of the Brahma Viharas, the intention, again, it doesn't mean we always feel it, but the security of making our intention in this home. What makes the difference between them being a good idea and being a contemplative art? Good idea is good. Contemplative art is translating a good idea into the fabric of the here and now of your body, your abiding, your here that has a quality of stillness, it doesn't always mean stillness of the body, of course we can move and we want to act in the world, but a certain kind of stilling when we aren't following every little flare that the mind offers us. Hey, think about this now. And what about this? And how about one of these? Right? We follow those. There's no stillness. And some of them look exciting and some of them are terrible and we think we're, it's really important. And now we practice not following every flare. We get more abiding. Bum on the cushion. Breath. Sound of the birds. Orienting. Something starts to deepen in our abiding. Consciousness deepens. We're not sentenced to this, you know, like those water boat men, those little guys on the surface of ponds, not human guys. They're like little, little insects, I think. They're amazing. They skate on the surface of the ponds like that. I don't want to do them a disservice. I'm sure they are fully realized in their water boatman right? They are fully themselves. That's their function. But sometimes we can feel like we're skating on the surface and something in us longs to deepen. What can be known in this abiding where the stilling can mean that this intention to Brahma-vihara's actually becomes an abiding. From an intention to an abiding. So that can always deepen, that's endless. How deep we can go, how wide we can go. So a certain kind of stilling, supporting this um, art. when we still just a little bit more you don't have to be perfectly still but you've probably got more and more a taste of that those who are experienced in practice will know this and maybe if you're new you're getting a sense maybe in the quiet of the evening or when you wake up something that doesn't call so loud as the clatter on the surface something that doesn't call so loud we get start to get the whisper almost like that person in the first night who said about listening we can listen to what doesn't call so loud in us and yet is very real we could say probably what brings us here yes absolutely our suffering brings us here and our care for that for sure for sure but that's not all that we are So as we still, yes, we can listen to deeper degrees of suffering, absolutely. And we can keep listening through the quiet. There's a a phrase from one of the Tibetan texts that says, beneath the pauper's house, pauper means poor person, it's a poetic metaphor here. Beneath the pauper's house, there are many treasures But the pauper never listens and the treasures never say, I am here. But something in us lends an ear to a deeper current, let's say, not just the streams at the surface, the younger streams in the rock, but where those streams come together in the deeper river, there's another metaphor here, but to the deeper waters that can sometimes be very, very still. So with the safety of this refuge, of practice, of teachings, with the safety and integrity of an intention with the Brahma Viharas, we can start to trust a little bit more our heart's desire. Often desire is tricky and gets a bad press in Dharma teachings because it leads us into all kinds of blind alleys. Wanting this, not wanting that. One of those please, bit of that. So we're encouraged wisely to renounce, to let go, don't follow all of those because it's agitating at best and at worst it's hell. (coughs) Abide, come deeper, one breath, one sound at a time. Listen. We can start to trust a A heart's desire for what we truly long for. And when I offer you this question, I'm not asking you to find an answer. Oh, what I truly long for is a... X. More a kind of question that doesn't necessarily have a verbal answer but that takes us to the place that the desire itself arises from and doesn't have to run out and get that thing. One wise teacher says that perhaps what we where I wrote it I can remember it but let's see where I put it perhaps what our heart and soul most truly desires and longs for is the experience of being fully alive of being fully alive even if part of us might hear that like yesterday with I am grateful for my existence part of us remains ambivalent about might remain ambivalent about being alive being here no 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 but when we listen deeper, what is that spark? What is that that little... We call it consciousness, but that's a word. No one has gotten to the bottom of that. All right? That spark, that animated, alive... Oop, here I am again. Wake up in the morning, oop, the pilot light's on. We're here, for better and for worse, like it or not, while we're alive, from the moment that we're born and before that the moment that we die and something clearly is different at that point. If you've ever had the privilege, or or maybe it's been in difficult moments and didn't feel like a privilege at times, but to be at that that change when somebody is going from being alive, what we call alive, to, to dying. Something really changes. That animating spark, that which we look and see in each other's eyes here, that's kind of like, it's bright. We might not feel bright, but we're we here. <laughs> this a little spark. Oop, here I am, and this animated thing for the time being. And at a certain point in the not-too-distant future, I will not be. What is that? And this isn't a philosophical question as much as a contemplative question to let ourselves listen to what does that animating spark that you are, that keeps you alive, that wakes you up in the day. What do you want? What does it want? What does it most deeply wish for and long for in this short pilgrimage on earth? as Earth, what do you want? If we we go with the possibility of wanting to be fully alive, I think contemplative teachings teach us that it's not in the thing itself. It's not in the thing itself. Some of us might go bungee jumping to feel fully alive and it might do it for a bit. But then what about the rest of the time when you're not bungee jumping and then you have to do the next one to get that hit? It's not in the thing, it's in the relating, the way of relating, a poise and a posture where that animating spark that's alive for the time being is here and anything can arise and it might be the subtlest, subtlest thing but there's meaningfulness, there's depth, there's richness There's beauty. It makes sense, even the suffering. Stay close to home in the frame and the integrity of the Brahma-viharas as we abide more deeply that that animates us for the time being. We can stay close. And the way of relating then to what arises let us relax from having to get and gain and have and achieve and become someone or not become someone but to take our place in the midst of with this heart's desire and to listen to listen someone said yesterday they were working with the phrase just this and went out with it and practiced with it and knowing themselves in the tendency to always want more or something, experienced that as they practiced with this, suddenly it opened up that everything was there. Everything they wanted, the whole world, was divine and rich and meaningful. So we're going to sit. I'm going to play you a music meditation. um, And we'll sit with the simple instruction this morning for the first set of abiding with this body, this breath, this heart, and this heart's deepest desire, what we truly long for in this life. I'm gonna read the words first and then I'll play the song. And this um, this is from Nina Simone and who, if you don't know her, she was an African-American activist, freedom fighter, had a really difficult life. Um, And she's expressing this, I think, at all levels. And her song is called, I Wish. It's her expressing her heart's deepest desire. And it's all levels of freedom. And her people knew a lot about bondage and non-freedom. And she speaks from that deep knowledge of soul at all levels, um, where we feel the bondage and see the bondage. So I'm gonna read you her words and then I'll play you her, her heart's desire in homage to her. She says, I wish I knew how it would feel to be free. I wish I could break all the chains holding me. I wish I could say all the things that I could say, say them loud, say them clear, for the whole round world to hear. I wish I could share all the love that's in my heart. Any of you ever have that? See, we wanna share it, we wanna express it. I wish I could share all the love that's in my heart. Remove all the bars that keep us apart. I wish you could know what it means to be me. Then you'd see and agree that every man, this was the 60s, should be free. I wish I could give all I'm longing to give. I wish I could live like I'm longing to live. I wish I could do all the things that I can do, though I'm way overdue. I'd be starting anew. Anyone think it's too late? (laughs) Right? Sometimes we get that thought. It's here and now. That's the timeless refuge. I'll be starting anew. I wish I could be like a bird in the sky. How sweet it would be if I knew I found I could fly. I'd soar to the sun and look down at the sea. And then I'd sing because I know. And then I'd sing because I know. And then I'd sing, because I know how it is to be free. So as you hear her, listen to whatever echoes for you. Um, you know, wish to be able to be ourselves, but with each other. She includes all beings here. Every man should be free.
1: I could share all the love that's in my heart. Remove all the bars that keep us apart. I wish you could know what it means to be me. Then you'd see and agree that every
0: sit upright and gentle and firm and include your passion and your heart's desire. This body, this sound, this breath, this alive heart that may be shrouded at times. but listening deeply, tending to your spark with mindfulness, attentiveness, tending the fire of your aliveness. Firmly with earth as your witness. Tenderly, lightly, kindly. staying steady right to the end of the outbreath stay close as your body gets softer on the outbreath Gets less distinct. It conduces to release. As you follow that out breath of your body to the end, perhaps it lets you land even more deeply in your location. Do you dare to relinquish your grip just a little bit more? May we be able to tend, attend with respect to this aliveness that we are while we're here together. The sun is shining and please take some time for walking practice and what will serve you most in going home or wherever you're onward going next is to plant your feet one step at a time. That principle will mean, that principle of mindfulness and presence will mean that when you go home you have more chance of actually being present, being there. So really give your feet to the earth. Um, keep faith with the form. If you're coming to the group, perhaps those people could be allowed to go first. And we'll meet back here at 11. Jaya has something to offer. To say. My group's in the lounge. So, and um, I left a couple of notes for individuals.